author, speaker, advocate, and change agent, Dr. Bonnie Benita with a view on the new legendary WIGO AM 1570 begins right now. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us today on WIGO. And this is Dr. Bonnie Benita with The View and my co-host, Pastor James Hunter. Hello, Pastor. Hello, how are you? Good, good. We're just so happy to be here with you today and just so happy that God has allowed us to be in the midst another day. And this is 2023, and we are so excited. And I believe our board operator, Eli, had someone that was on hold that had a question. Eli, can you tell me what that question was? Because apparently she had to go back to work uh, and couldn't hold on. The question comes from a parent who wants to know what to do. When your child asks you to lie for them or do something contrary to your beliefs. Let me read that again. They wanted to know what to do when your child asks you to lie for them or do something contrary to your belief. What are you doing that in that case, doctor? Oh, my pastor. God. That is amazing. I remember my mom and my grandmother used to say, I'm not going to lie on you or for you or to you. <laughs> so, and I, it, as a child, you didn't understand the depths of that conversation. But, Pastor, I need to bring you into this because a lot of times we as parents feel that we have to be the savior for our children and we have to step in when they've made a mistake as opposed to allowing them sometimes to fall on. On their own so your take i'm feeling will be probably a little bit more on the biblical side but i will tell all parents do not be dishonest or deceptive for a child regardless of what that child has done if even if it's something legal or illegal then you consult with an attorney and then you try to figure out what you need to do but when your child see that you are willing to go to the mat by being dishonest, that actually discredits what you are and what you will ever be to them as a parent. And remember, as parents, we are also leaders. So what that means is that we're shepherding our child to make the right decision. And will they fall short? Yes. Will they make some mistakes? Yes. Will they stumble? Yes. However, it is not up to us to make a decision that will put them in peril or harm's way based on a falsehood or a lie. And the Bible says you train up a child on the way they should go, and that is not being uh, by being dishonest or deceitful or treacherous or uh, being envious, uh, any of those things that you know are not of you or for you. And, Pastor, I need your take on this because I have a lot to say about this, and I want to talk with you uh, a little bit more about another parent who, allegedly basically asked their child if they wanted them to bring a shovel allegedly in the uh, Petito case because he their son had uh, allegedly murdered a female and the parent text the police just released a text message saying do you want us to bring you a shovel and I'm thinking what type of parent would say something like that after their child has taken someone's life. What would you say about that, Pastor? Yes. Um, <clears throat> number one, uh, Dr. Bonnie, uh, to answer the first question that was asked, parents, 
is simple. You can't lie for your children, period. I don't care what it is, how it is, whatever's been done, you can't lie for them. And like, and I want to piggyback right on what Dr. Bonnie said earlier, and it ain't got to always be so biblical, but just common sense. You know, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart. If you laugh at that child one time, you're going to have to do it the second, the third and the fourth time. And I don't think it's wise parents, mama and daddies. I don't care what crime or what they have done. You cannot stand for right. Teach them the right way. Teach them the way that they should go. Teach them because eventually they may have children one day. And you want them to be able you want to instill in them what they can instill in their children. So you have to be careful, parents, when you let your child manipulate you to do something that's discrediting yourself and themselves. Most time people, when you talk to people, people want you to tell them the truth. Tell the truth, regardless of how it shame you. I tell my children, it's a few things that I don't want you doing for me. I don't want you steal from me, lie from me, and I always want you to go to school. Those are three things. If you can stick with those, you, you, I'm, you are right with me. Dad will support you. But if you lie to me, steal, take from me, and don't want to go to school, you don't have – I'm sorry. And that's the same way we have to do parents the same thing. So, Pastor, my question to you is how would a parent feel that it's okay to – say, bring a shovel after your child has taken someone's life or um, hide some of the things that their child has done. The Not too long ago, there was an incident where a female was in a relationship, allegedly, with a married man, and she got into an altercation with him and his family, and she ran into their vehicle. It, it, it turned over. They were all killed, and her mom knew what she had done and still eluded the police made repairs on the vehicle and hid her daughter out in hopes that no one would find out that it was her daughter. And I'm having a hard time squaring that with honesty, integrity, morals. What type of parent would feel that it's okay? What type of conviction do you have that you think it's okay for your child to quote unquote get away with murder after you know that they've done some wrong? And I'm saying, Pastor, I'm not going to hold my child's hand, but if they've done something wrong, I think it is my duty, it is my obligation as a parent, as a Christian parent, as a caring, loving, humble servant of God to make them do the right thing. And if they choose not to, don't include me. So I don't understand how any parent out there think it's okay to participate in something that you know your child has done wrong. Pastor, am I missing something? No, no, Dr. Bunny. Um, my, my first thing would be me, myself, personally. You have to question the integrity of the parent. Question the integrity of the, fa- of the of the parent, mama or daddy. How do they think? That's, it's obvious that your child think the same way because look how you think. You're willing to cover up and, and, and to cover up when your child does something wrong, which is not right. They would give you just as much time as the person that done the crime. Pastor, you are correct because they went to court and the mom, I think, uh, if I if I could remember correctly, she got several several years. The 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 girl, I believe, got got maybe twenty or thirty years. The mom got about five or ten years. You're right. They both got time. That's that's what I'm saying. But but now here it is. It, now she both lives are gone. That's right. And, and now the daughter, she can't take care of her now. It, it, she had a better chance if you were still out, mom. That's right. Dad, you had a better chance. Where now, if your your, your daughter, son, whoever, however was incarcerated, you had an opportunity where you can support them while you were on the house. Now both in there. Who's going to support the mom and the daddy? Who told the mama to go along with the child? You, you know, so it's so many different things we have to look at if you're going to question this situation. 
who taught the mama how to lie? (laughs) It, It becomes a generational thing. Who taught the grandmother how to lie? And it, it just it just triggers down all the way now when the grandchild is doing the same thing. The child is and, the, and I understand. And please, y'all forgive me. Mm-hmm. I understand how mama feel that I love my child so that I do anything for them. Mm-hmm. Yes, I understand your mama. That's still your baby. Mm-hmm. And you will do anything for your child. Mm-hmm. But right is right. I ain't finna say no 30 years for my son when he know he, I know he have done something that's that's this displeasing. That's right. Mm-hmm. And there's no way. I'm not how I look here it is I'm at a certain age I'm going to do 30 what I'm going to do with 30 years added to my life. Gone. <laughs> that's right. No, the devil is a lie. So pastor, I'm I'm having a hard time trying to understand and I thank that parent for calling in with that question because it's a parent that something has gone on with her child that he's asked her or she has asked him to to uh lie. I'm not sure if it's a lie about a job, a lie about a relationship. But that brings me to the point. I remember something happened with Steve Harvey a long time ago about him saying that we as parents and we as females are also a conduit to men and women doing the wrong things. And I didn't understand what he meant, but when he said that, let's just say your son brings home a girlfriend and he has a wife, right? The fact that you allow the girlfriend in your home, knowing your son is married, that you're contributing to his behavior of the disrespect, the malcontent, the things that you know he should not be doing. So when men are having affairs, and sometimes women have affairs too, so men don't get me wrong, but when men are having affairs and they are willing to bring the female around their mom, their sister, their aunt, their niece, their cousin, and no one raises a hair, that's a problem because that female that's not his wife should not be welcome in any other person's home if he's not doing the right thing and i'm not saying don't do dirt i'm saying don't ask me for my approval for you to do dirt you know what's good and you know what's evil and you know what's wrong so why would i act at the behest of someone else and i know they're not making the right decisions so again pastor the fact that a man can have an outside relationship or a side piece, as the song says, and everybody else in the family knows, and it's okay with them. And the, the, the girlfriend could come on the vacation or come to family outings if the wife's out of town. I put that square on the back and the hearts of the other females in that family that will allow a male family member or a female family member to get away with something like that. What are your t- takes on that, Pastor? Well, well Doctor Bunny, there's so many ways I can look at that because you never know the the the, the hidden truth. Okay. You know, is it, is that person? And, and and y'all, please forgive me. Help me with this, and and just the way I think, and and I want to keep it scripturally in the process. But now you, the the the, the real victim. In this situation is the young lady or vice versa. If it was the man that the woman brought home and she knows she's married to her mother's or father's home. The number one person is that will become the victim is that woman or that man who's brought into uh, whatever this relationship is. And, and, and that's the person that we really have to focus on, because at the end of the day, that person is the one that's going to be broken. That's the person that's going to be manipulated, going to be used. Of course, it's not right. And it's wrong on everyone's side. But now you have to ask yourself and question yourself. Question yourself. Do she know he's married? Or do he know or do she he know that she's married? So, so, so many ways you have to look at this thing when we when we all, if we go answer accurately and make proper judgment. Because people never know why people do what they do. You know, I can go to the scriptures and, 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 and there's a difference bet- between facts and the truth. You know, people on the outside looking in don't really know what's going on. Here's the man. And, and, and please, I don't think I'm just preaching to you. Just but I want to. This is my life. This is second nature to me. I tell people, change the way you think. 
Why you think like that? And you, you say, well, why do you say that? Well, one of the pastors, one of the, they call him Elijah. And one of the ladies called him to come to her house. And her husband agreed to it. I want y'all to hear me real good. Her husband agreed to the man of God coming to her house to live there for such a time. And in the process of that, guess what? The woman had a child, a young man. And the boy, and I'm just, just for time's sake, and the young boy died. Watch this. I want y'all to follow me. This is why I tell people, change the way you think. You never know what the truth is. You may have facts. The facts of the matter that, yes, she came to his house. Yes, he went to her house. But what is the truth? What is the truth behind it? Guess what? When the boy died, the lady went and got the prophet and told him to come and pray that her son died. And she told him, say, hey, I told you from the beginning, do not deceive me. You pray that I have a male child and now he's here, but now the, the Lord has allowed him to die. Now, here's the here's, here's the kicker. When he went in there to pray for that young man, the Bible said that when they looked again, Elijah was laying on top of the young boy. Now, you that don't have the right mindset, if you'd have walked in the room and seen somebody, another man laying on top of another man, what would your thought be? All he really was doing is praying for the boy that God would heal him. He did it. But he did the healing thing of the process of deliverance the way God told him to do it. But now we, with our kernel thinking, our kernel mind, how do we look at it? So it's so many different ways. Of course, I would say if it's all legitimate, mm -hmm. you can't bring enough. And mama, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. That's right. And daddy, you ought to be ashamed. Matter of fact, son or daughter, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. That's right. If you allow, what it, it speaks a lot about your character. That's right. Your integrity, your credibility, Amen. your dependability. And that's not good. That's that's wrong all the way. I don't care how you cut it. God, you cut the cake. It's wrong. So if that person or that parent is listening, um, I'd love for them to call Pastor back. And Pastor will give you his number at the end of the show. Because I'd like to know there are different reasons for that people give for lying. And there's the what they call the quote-unquote white lie. For instance, if you're saying... Um, your your child's goldfish died, and and you're saying, oh, it didn't die. Uh, it we put another one in the tank because we bought a new one. I think, again, it depends on the types of lies as well, and the severity of the lies, and why you're lying. So, if you're lying because someone's passed, and you don't know how to tell the other person, so there's a lot of different reasons why people tell lies but I think if you make it a habit just to be honest and be truthful I think that the person will respect that a little more than later on finding out that you've outright told them a lie and parents for you to feel that it's necessary to shield your child with a lie that will eventually come back to haunt them that's that's an issue and I remember my grandfather used to saying once you tell a lie you have to tell another lie to cover up that lie so how many lies would you like to tell so parent if you're listening please call pastor back he'd like to talk with you and possibly pray for you in your situation because we're not sure what's going on but the fact that it was on your heart and on your mind and it was heavy and that you needed to call WIGO to speak with us about that, that, that it, it has merit. But I know that it's important for us as parents and as human beings to try to be as honest as possible. Will we sh fall short? Yes. Will we sometimes make mistakes? Yes. Will our children make mistakes? Yes. But guess what? Most mistakes are survivable. If you have the honesty, the integrity, the sincerity to make it right. Remember, we all fall short by the goodness and the grace of God, but we can make it right. So the fact that a parent, a mom or a dad feel that it's necessary to lie for a child to me speaks volume. And again, I go back to my mother and my grandmother. I'm not going to lie on you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie for you. Because guess what? They understood that you have to continue to tell a lie over and over and over again. So 
I think if you address whatever that issue is, and then again, Pastor, what type of parent will text a child saying, okay, do you need a shovel? I'm, I can't square that with any type of reality on any part because that parent knows enough to know that her son has caused harm and brought death to someone. And there's another parent out there that's looking for their child and you're willing to evade the law. You're willing to help your child do something that you know is not correct. I don't understand that. I just, just the, the parental part of me don't understand how your own child could take someone's life. And then you go a little step further to cover it up. That to me is just I don't understand that, Pastor. At the end of the day, Dr. Bonnie, it's wrong. That's right. It's not right. Mm -hmm. And my thing is to the people, my question, my thing would be, Mm -hmm. what are you thinking about? Why would you do something like that? And even to this day, Mm -hmm. even though we're talking about these positive things, Mm -hmm. do you know there's still a mama listening to us, Mm -hmm. still in their heart, their mind, I ain't going to go against my baby for nobody. I ain't going to, I wish I, I don't, can, can I be, can I be transparent? Y'all? Oh, sure God bless his name. Mm-hmm. My mama is like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my grandmother was like that. Mm-hmm. Did I agree with them? Yeah, I agree with them when I was low down. That's right. When I was dirty and wretched. That's right. But when I grew to be older, mm-hmm. I found out that it wasn't right. That's right. But did it change the fact that they was like they were? Yeah. And I agreed with them. And you got mothers out there right now. That's right. I hear you, Pastor, but I ain't finna go against my child for nobody. I don't want care for nine months. I don't want birth them. I don't want had all them pains. I don't want had to suffer with them. I almost had a miscarriage. And you think I'm gonna tell on my child? I go to hell and die and go to jail for my child. Yeah, the people out there know, Doctor Bunny. That you know, Pastor, that's so ignorant. But guess what? It crossed all sociological boundaries, all financial boundaries. Everything. So whether you rich or poor, you still feel that way if that's in your heart. If you have that larceny, uh, that deceptive, that dishonesty, it's still in your heart. It doesn't care yes. whether you make $10 an hour or $100 an hour. Out, right. Exactly. It's still the same. And there's no difference. You can be rich, poor, middle, middle class. You that's can be right. white, black, blue, that's purple. Right. It does not. Trouble is going to knock it. And everybody had to face that, that this issue. That's right. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. Everybody had to face this matter. That's right. I, and to, even to this day, my son and, and I know we got long. We got two. We got long. My and this is a true story. Mm-hmm. My son went out right before he got ready to go to school and college, mm-hmm. and he done some stuff, some illegal stuff because he was peer, with peer pressure with the That's other right. guys. That's right. And the man that they did the the treason, high treason, uh, commit the treason with. Mm-hmm. He was so kind enough, and God had to touch his heart to Thank call you, me and say, man, listen, I want to tell you about what happened. Such a Long story short, mm-hmm. I was so furious with this boy. I almost let him go to jail. That's right. But you know what I did? I told the man, that's my son. If I can do anything to help him or make it right, let's do it. Thank you, but, Jesus. brother, let me tell you something. That's right. I made sure that boy understood right from wrong from that's that day. Right. If he never understood right that's from wrong, right. that that's day... Right. I made sure, and I put a little pressure on him. Good. I said, boy, you can go to jail, too. And as a matter of fact, That's I may right. let you go to jail. That's right. My wife was just pleading like, oh, oh I still meant what That's I said. Right. But we, and over a long story short, we straightened that thing out. Thank you, Jesus. And I did not agree with that, that hard-headed boy of mine That's right. when he done wrong. That's and right. we straightened it out. But I let him know he had not did another act like that since that time. God bless you. Train up a child, Pastor. Well, this is Dr. Bonnie Benita with The View and Pastor, my co-host, Pastor James Hunter. Yes. We will be right back, and we will continue to entertain uh, the parents gone wild, I call it, Pastor. Amen. <laughs> Let's go. Dr. Bonnie Benita with The View will be right back. Let's go. Everybody just drop. Yeah. Yeah. 
down to you. She got something like for the scenes, Grammys from the Gala to Miami, got the game on lock. Come on, One, two, step with the clown walk, mix with the church, close song, three times, it's a wrap, yeah. Music lives here on WIGO AM 1570. Allenwood, Morrow, Georgia. We are the legendary WIGO. Paysetter 1570 AM Atlanta. Good morning. We are Eviction Help Now, where we stop evictions fast. Since 2007, our consumer advocates have assumed a somewhat adversarial role in exposing unfair tenant, landlord, business practices regarding the eviction process. We know the rules and understand the law. No one deserves to be forced out of their own home. We help stop, delay, or dismiss your eviction within 48 to 72 hours. Please call a recorded message for more details at 1-888-668-5530. Again, 888-668-5530. EvictionHelpNow.com, where we stop evictions fast. Yes, this is Dr. Bonnie with a view, and I'm the co-host, Pastor James Hunter. We thank you guys, amen, for what's been happening and the discussion that's been going on thus far. I still say when people are in cahoots, excuse my language, with their children, I think you are just as guilty 
as the person that commit the crime. There's no way that you can cut the cake differently than what it is. It is what it is. If you do the crime, they say you ought to do the time. And there's no right, no wrong way when you do things like what has been done. And it should, there's no justification for no parent, me and no other parent, to side with your children when they've done something wrong because you teach them to teach their children and their children, and it becomes a generational problem. Pastor, you know what I think, uh, and this is Dr. Bonnie Benita, I think that a lot of times parents are trying to make up for their misgivings. They're trying to make up for why daddy left or why they're alone or why they're by themselves or why they've made a lot of bad choices. So it makes them feel good to covet their children, to lie for their children, to help their children get away, quote unquote, with murder. I think it it helps them. They feel good about themselves not knowing the long-term impact on that child, that child's child, and that child's child's child. And I think for an instant, Pastor, they don't realize that they're just living in the moment. They're living in what I call the world. So they're they're not going through any biblical processes. And and these are the same people that will go to church every Sunday and I swear to God and ask for repentance. And then they go out and help their child with a shovel after they know they've killed someone or help their child cover up an auto accident where four people have died and you know that it's wrong, that you need to turn your child in. And even if you wait and find an attorney to have that person turn themselves in, I'm okay with that. 24 hours, I'm okay with that. But to continuously hide, lie, and be deceitful and to be treacherous, I just, I have a question about what type of parenting and how were you raised and what makes you think that that's okay, Pastor? That just resonates um, with my soul that um, a mom or a dad would be that neglectful that that they would be willing to throw themselves on a sword that they know is just not right for for a child whether they had the child whether they went 9 months caring it doesn't matter what's right is right pastor and what's wrong is wrong and i agree with you dr bunny i definitely agree with you 200% but i tell you this at the end of the day like i said once uh, earlier People that are listening to what we're talking about, you still have parents, regardless how right or how wrong it may be, they still going to go along with their children, right or wrong. And some out there right now saying amen. And the other ones will say the Lord will forgive us. But at the same time, now both both uh, people have to turn themselves in now because of what had happened. And I think it is a mental illness problem. I think it goes back to mental illness. You got people that dealt with so many different post-traumatic stress disorder, these type of mental these sicknesses. And people don't know how to handle them. Depression, anxiety. Suicidal thinking. This is what's going on with these people. They're afraid of the unknown. And won't stand for what's right. And you got to look back at the at the, pit, the history of this stuff. These people wasn't taught properly. People today are not taught properly. They don't have no discipline. People do what they want to do these days. But, you know, I think, Pastor, I think that parents see uh, the achievements of their child as their own, any faults of their children as their own, uh, any honors bestowed to their children as their own. So a lot of times they take on the responsibility that these children of what these children have done because they think that's uh associated with them as a parent. So that's why they would be willing to lie, cheat, or steal, Pastor. Yeah, because they don't want to make themselves look bad. That's right. And I, and I understand that. And, and, and I definitely understand it on the, the bigger picture. You know, no one wants to be ashamed 
Nobody wants to be embarrassed. Nobody like to feel left out. So most people will go with the masses. It take a special someone to have courage to stand for what is right. And standing for what is right is not always easy. You have to be determined to stand for what's right and continue to do that. Because when you stand for what's right, there's some, some things that will come against you when you do that. But I found out if you lie one time, you're going to have to lie again. And if you lie again, you're going to have to continue somewhere along the line. All those lies that you have told, they're going to pile up and going to all fall at one time on you. And what are you going to do then? There's nothing else left. Let the truth be the truth. The naked truth. So help you God. In spite of what it looks like, what it feel like, what it's going to be like. At least you know you told the truth. You ain't got to keep going back wondering what you're going to do, how you're going to do it. Tell the truth, people. Don't let your children get you tied up in something. That's right. And, and you know that they, they, had, they, they, they granddaddy raised them. You didn't raise them, but you're going to put yourself on the line. No, the devil is a lie. That's right. And you know what, Pastor? If a parent want to know how to become a good parent, then I think that they should probably just read up on it and try to figure out what they need to do. And also, Pastor, seek somebody out like you that could give them the counseling that they need. They should also know how to be patient with their child. They should also be encouraging and have the intelligence and the flexibility and the leadership to show their child the right way by being dependable, by having compassion. And there's a lot of reasons why uh, the trait of a good parent is enough. And a lot of times we don't understand that for developmental reasons. And we asked why our 16-year-old is walking around with her pants down and disobeying, being disrespectful, even trying to fight us as parents and I think it has a lot to do with the parenting pastor on how these children were raised and I know a lot of parents are going to call in and say wait a minute I raised my child right I don't know why he or she is behaving like that and what would you say to that pa- pastor well, if they're well, saying they did all the things right and, and, and yes that is correct you have some people have done every, let me say this you have some people have done the best that they know how and they say, that's right, because I've done the best that I know how. They say, practice make perfect. I disagree. Perfect practice make perfect. That's right. If you practice something the wrong way, it's still going to be wrong, even though you practice it. So perfect practice make perfect. So you have parents out there have done the best they, they know how to do, and they still count that as I done right, oh, which okay. don't necessarily mean it is right. And and I tell you, when you got the young men's, that are doing sagging their pants, don't wear the belts, showing their underclothes, women the same way. It's a learned behavior. It's a learned behavior. When I teach you at home, you go outside with your friends that's, that persuade you to do something totally different than what you've been taught. You have to be burned in order to say, you know what, I'm going to do different. Why we have to go through all of that that's right. before we learn to do better? Mom and dad have taught you right. They, they, they reared you in the right direction. You, you know, I, can, can I be open, y'all? I, I, I just, oh, God, this is just so serious. You, you know, here it is, I'm pastoring. And I have a daughter. And I love my grandson, my Lord, bless his name. But you know what? I raised her, and I was in her life. And I was the pastor, the spiritual leader, the senior pastor, the leader in the church. Yes. My daughter singing in the choir and got pregnant without a husband. Did I t- treat her? Yes. Was it in bad? Yes. But it, it doesn't negate the fact that I love who they are. Things happen to a bunch of us. You, you don't hear about these pastors when their children are pregnant and, and they cover it up. That's Someone right. make them go and get the, uh, uh, abortions. That's right, Pastor. Y- y'all find me so much people that this thing is real. It's deep. So I tell the truth. I ain't got nothing to hide. My daughter's now, she's saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes, she still got the children. Now, we still love them children the same way. That's why I tell people, if you're going to be in the church, 
You say, but your children are not. You don't know what the world is teaching. You don't know what the TV is teaching. You don't know what the telephone is telling them. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, people at school. Yes. So, Pastor, let me ask you a question. What happens when a parent feels like lying uh, for the child means that they have the unconditional love that we ask all parents to have for their children? What would you say about that? It's the wrong love. Okay. It's the, it's the wrong love. There's no unconditional love like that. Unconditional love is when you do what's right in loving your child. Because if you love your child that way, you're teaching them error. You're, te- you're scripting error in their lives. And that's not the way God intended it to be. Because when God lends you your child, who you say your children, you got to remember God is the one lent them to you. That you can train them the way in the ammunition of the Lord. That's right. And what we have done as parents, we have failed the grace of God to do that for our children. And we became their biggest friend. Some parents let their children smoke marijuana with them. Some parents, some parents let the church. Y'all, that's y'all hear me what I'm talking that about. That is horrible. That, that, that I, is amazing. They, I just I, can't imagine. It's, it's, they let them get drunk with them. They let them go to the club with them. I wish I could talk to real people on this thing. Some of the parents let, some of the parents try to outdress the children. 20 years old. Here you go. You 90 years old. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pastor. I don't mean to lie. I'm just, just laughing. Grandmama trying to be sexy. <laughs> That's amazing. She's 90 years old. She departed with her grand <laughs> daughter sex and she wearing the same. You know, the, the, the thing has been turned backwards. That's right. All in the church with splits. That's amazing. Bless his name. Slip hanging and, and stuff and, and stuff, stuff, stuff going on. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pastor, but I it came come to mind in church the other day. You're right that, that the mom had her stomach out, and I'm thinking, oh my God, no, you don't, and you have children and grandchildren, and you're looking like you just stepped out of a, a nightclub. So it's just it's but just they, amazing. This, everybody want to be sexy. Yes, and and I understand mamas and daughters and female be sexy, but don't be sexy. You talking about some sex, that stuff. You, you can't do it. You're right, parents. You cannot. De- what are you teaching your children? And please don't forgive me. I'm not well, Pastor, fussing. but they, they, I guess they want to show the world. They still got it going on, Pastor. They so sure got it going on. They sure got it going on. You can tell. Can't you see it? They got it going on. But you still can't teach your children. That's right. And then what about when the, the, the mom is competing for the the daughter's boyfriend. What about those situations, Pastor? Oh God! Yeah, you got Mama want to be so friendly and fresh, rubbing his head and stuff, and she daughter thinking you on my on my team. That's right. You got some parents don't they? They want the. <laughs> I wish I could talk to some real folk on here, but I don't want to get in trouble ahead, on radio Pastor. station. Go ahead, Pastor. You got the Mama want the boyfriend from the daughter. That's right. Taking care of them. Yeah, yeah, y'all follow what I'm saying. This stuff is real, people. And the thing goes back, what do you teach? It makes me wonder, did your mama do that to you? Everybody wants to do something that's not right. And you got parents, you got the fathers. I ain't gonna let me get your men the same way. Mm-hmm. You got the men looking at the young women. Your child's 17 years old, your son's 17, he bring his wife, girlfriend there. Daddy looking at, he's smiling. Smile like a chess cat. Mm-hmm. Looking at the young lady. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's not right. It's not, Pastor. And the young man don't even understand what his dad thinking his dad being nice and friendly. No, dad being fresh. That's right. That's right. Dad being perverted. And, Pastor, the other day they caught on uh, the... Uh, on the internet and at, at a game they caught a dad rubbing the behind of his son's girlfriend and it was on a few of the stations and they were wondering is it okay uh, do they have a relationship together uh, again they, it's uh, a football player's dad was rubbing the behind of the football player's yeah. girlfriend 
And um, so everybody's thinking, well, maybe the the daughter and the dad has a have a relationship and i want to bring eli in eli what do you think about a situation like this do you think it's okay um for a parent to have any type of feelings for their daughter's uh, or or son's mate how do you feel about that well i would i would totally agree disagree with that um it's perverted and uh it could cause a lot of damage, <clears throat> collateral damage, as a result of that. So if um, if the um, father's son finds out what happened, now, now you've got a whole other issue. And then now the son goes and tells the mom, so you got another issue. So some, some decisions, um, a lot of people say, it don't affect me, it only affects me. But, if, but, but what affects you? Will also affect the whole house. So That's right. You got to be careful and mindful of that. <clears throat> but when, whenever you're operating in the flesh, all that goes out the window. You're right. Whenever you're operating in the flesh, all of that goes out the window. And we can, and me myself personally, I can be a witness that most of the negative things or some of the negative things that happened in my life, it was it was a fleshly matter. That's right. I was feeding into the flesh. So you got to be careful when you um. Feed into the flesh because it's not just affecting you, but it has a large opportunity to create collateral damage. Innocent people now have become a real victim. Eli, you are so correct because when I'm out and about, sometimes these little boys approach me and I say, I'm not old enough to be your mom. I'm old enough to be your grandmother. So keep stepping, my child. And they look at me all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. But, oh, my God, but you have some women that, quote-unquote, cougars, pastor, they don't mind. They love the attention, and they don't mind taking a little teenager home with them. What do you say about that, well, pastor? Well, I'm going to say this, Dr. Bunnett. I like what uh, Eli was talking about. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the bottom line of this, the root of it, can I just t- tell you all, uh, shoot straight? That's right. It's lust. It's pure D lust and lasciviousness. Exciting lust. And, and most times, believe it or not, the, the opposite partner knows that their husband low down and love a bunch of women. I wish y'all can hear me. And, 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 and the husband sometimes knows the woman is hoarse. That's why I say whole manga. That's right. The woman become whore and the man become a manga. So, Pastor, should you be willing to walk out of a relationship because of that? Is that enough to make you leave the relationship? Who wants somebody going to continue? And and, and please forgive me, Dr. Who wants a woman that wants every other man? The devil is a lie. Who wants a man that wants every woman, every Sue and Sally that walks by? His eyes cutting sidewalls. His eyes like he cock at it. Every time a woman, he's watching. Oh, look at her. Now she knows she's wrong, baby. And you looking at that woman. That's right. <laughs> you know, so, so, so much, Dr. Bunny. Oh, my God, it's so much. Men, women, you got to stand up for that. That's right. And when you know your man is weak, you don't put him in a situation like that. The woman looking nicer than you. That's right. I wish wish I had some time to talk to you. So what about if if someone says, well, my husband have a sexual addiction and and we're getting help for that. Will that be okay, Pastor? That's okay. But you still got to know how to keep that lion caged. (laughs) Okay. You you got to keep that lion caged. Because lust don't play with no lust or mess up your home, your marriage, your business. You, whatever you got. And let's don't just stick with men and women. Let's right. go with women and women. Let's go with men and men. That's right. We have to be careful, people, that you don't let the spirit of lust take control of your life. You're right. Because at the end of the day, that's the root of the whole matter. That's why you got people around here jumping around like bunny rabbits. That's right. Jumping from this person to that person because of lust. And they need deliverance. They need healing. They need to be set free. And people are saved, and you got most people in the church that's jumping and bumping and lumping. And, Pastor, what happens when they say, well, I have a right to want whoever I want? No, you can't. Ain't no such thing as you can have who you want. That be the case. <laughs> we all be messed up. We all be messed up time we want. No, you can't. I don't care how much money you got. That's not a such thing as you want what you want. You get what. No, the devil is a lie. Somebody mess you up out here playing with these folks, a family, their wife and the, and the husband. 
Or the or the relationships where the man say they can have as many women as they can afford. Yeah, Is but you got wrong with that, Pastor. Yeah, it's Doctor Bonnie. It's a lot wrong with it. Okay. And it's a lot, and it's the women. You allow these men to treat you and do what they do to you, and you open up to them, and you allow them to play with you. You allow them to manipulate you. You allow them to treat you bad. You allow you allow that stuff. And the problem need to stop. Somebody need to pick up their heels and draw a line in the sand and say enough is enough. The devil is like you women. You ought to tell you ought to let them know. Hey, I'm bigger. I'm valuable. If you can't put a ring on this, what's your hey, matter of fact, we've been dating for a whole year. I want to get married and you still want to play with me. The problem, you woman, you the problem. You stop him and or she or whatever from uh, uh, treating you like something. I call it prostitution. You can call it what you want. But the truth is the matter. That's what it is. You can't do it. It's wrong. There's no right in that. So, Pastor, let me ask you a question. Do you consider then the woman weak when she allows a man to do that because she says a piece of man is better than no man at all? I think she weak as ice water. I think she's weak as ice water. And can I, please, y'all forgive me. And I think she's crazy. They say the preacher said somebody crazy. Yeah, I think she's crazy. Mm-hmm. If I can't have the whole man, that's why it's like when a person says, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. You ain't got nothing but a piece. Mm-hmm. How you going to get some out of piece of your mind when you only got a piece? That's right. You better keep that little piece and keep on piecing. That's right. And going on. You no, know, uh, baby, it's either you going to give me all or, uh, or none. Here's the scriptures. Mm-hmm. I never seen the righteous forsaken, mm-hmm. nor his seed. Watch this. Nor his seed begging, mm-hmm. begging for bread. If I can't have the whole you, that means your mind, body, and soul, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. And if y'all out there that are listening to me, accept that. I'm going to say like the, like the Chinese, something is wrong. So, Pastor, so because the ratio of 25 or 30 to 1, especially within the African-American community, male versus female, maybe some of the women have decided that they have to settle. What would you say about that? No, it ain't that they have to settle, Dr. Bonnie. It's that they settle for less because who here it is? They don't know the value mm-hmm. in themselves. You're right. They don't know the value. They don't know their worth. And here's the here's the cool part. Mm-hmm. Nobody taught them because mama didn't know her value. She knew daddy was over around the corner messing with Sue, Sally, and, 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 and Julie. Mm-hmm. And got cheering that, that, that born mm-hmm. and hid, hid the cheering for 20 years. And all of a sudden they come up with, <laughs> oh, boy, I wish I could talk to some real people. And mama knew about it. She just said, I'd rather keep my family. You got people like that today. Know they husband low down. But they rather say, I'd rather keep my husband here to keep raising my daughter. I wish I would. That's right. I wish I would. Mm-hmm. I, you mean to tell me, I know you messing with this woman. Or you know, I know you messing with this man. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather keep my family together. No, something wrong with you mentally. That's right. Pastor, you know, we have to teach people how to teach us and how to respect us we have to teach people but if we don't know how to respect ourselves we fall short so how do we square that we, we would have to be teachable okay number one you got a oh god please help me you got a bunch of women that don't want a man down mm-hmm. because mom and dad have taught them how to be a man mm-hmm. rather than be feminine mm-hmm. to be a woman mm-hmm. there's nothing with being a leader as being a woman. That's right. But you have taught them and it's unbalanced. Mm-hmm. And the men, the women now don't want a man down. So when a good man do come, mm-hmm. it's hard because you a man got to see a need. That's right. Woman, do you need me? Or you just want me? That's the difference between need and want. Mm-hmm. If you need me, I can do better. But when you want, because most women, if you look at a Dr. Bunny, mm-hmm. most women today are successful. That's right. They got their own car. They got their own house. They got their own money. That's right. You follow what I'm saying? That's but right. you got to find out. We, we and the women, mm-hmm. they have to get together and find and what, get wise counsel. Right. How to be a woman. Because men are in, who oh, bless his name. Some men are intimidated. 
mm-hmm. by women like that. That's right. Don't know how to approach. Don't know how to deal with them. You, you, you follow me? Mm-hmm. And, and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And the women are so headstrong. You ain't gonna tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm the one running this. Man, what? That's right. I walk away just God bless it. I I wouldn't deal with him. <laughs> please, y'all right, forgive pastor. me. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all pastor. forgive me, we please. We need to hear this, Pastor. We need to hear it. I think a woman should be in her place, not as a slave or a doormat, but just as as equal as, as her husband. A partner. A partner. That's complimenting right, one another. That's right. And not abusive. The man should be play his role as the foundation of the family. That's right, Pastor. As the role of the family. And that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. But we got to make sure, people, mm-hmm. as we get ready to close this thing out, be careful. Watch what you say. Watch where you go. Mm-hmm. Watch who you deal with. Mm-hmm. If you don't love me, let me go. Mm-hmm. Pastor, can you please give your number out so that caller can call you and talk with you about it? Her situation with her child. Sure. You can reach me at 251-300-1319. One more time, Pastor. That's 251-300-1319. And Pastor, Pastor, can I please ask you to pray for that that uh, that parent? Because the fact that she was on her job. She took a break to call us and had to go back to her job. But that was that important to her. Can I ask you to pay, pray for her, Pastor, and all of the other parents out there that have issues with their children, but they, they don't know what to do. They're confused, Pastor, and they just need to be led the right way. Yes, I'll be glad to. And, and those that are out there that are listening to me, we pray for you all, the unspoken request that you all may have. And I don't point the finger or judge none of you guys. Things happen every day to everybody. But I want to pray for you all that are listening to me under the sound of my voice. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you today, God, for blessing us to have a mind and another opportunity to come before your great presence, O oh God. Now, Lord, these are your people here today, the sheep of your pasture. We ask you to touch them right now, Lord, from the top of their heads to the soul of their very feet, O oh God. Send healing, send deliverance. Work it out for them, Lord. Let them know that you've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor there's their seed begging for bread. We pray for healing right now in the land, Lord. Touch their minds right now in a special way, where they're sitting, driving in the car, at home, on the sofa, in the rocking chair. Lay your hands upon them, Lord, and let them know, God, that everything will be all right. I pray that in Jesus' name. So let it be done. Amen. And before you before you close out, Pastor, invite everyone out to your first service this Sunday. Yes, uh, I would love to uh, invite you uh, guys out to the reconciliation. Uh, it will be held. Uh, our first service here will be um, the, the Centerville Center. Uh, community is 3025 Bethany Church Road, Snellville, Georgia, 339. That's Bethany Church Road. The address is 3025 Bethany Church Road, Snellville, Georgia, 339. We would love to see you guys there at 10 a.m. sharp. There is, hear me again, there is a word from the Lord. Amen. And that we love, we thank you guys for tuning in on this beautiful day with Dr. Bunny with a view and the co-host, Pastor James Hunter. We appreciate you guys. Meet us back here at the same time, same place on next Thursday with Dr. Bunny with a view. God bless you. We love you. Is our prayer. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Eli. We hope you enjoyed Dr. Bonnie Bonita with a view. Please remember to send in any questions or comments to WIGLAM1570.com or you can reach Dr. Bonnie Bonita directly at BonnieBonitaWorldwide.com. 
You can also join our army of volunteer advocates. It takes a village. Our email address is Dr. Bonnie Bonita at bonniebonitaworldwide.com. <laughs>